Hey, welcome back to ZBR. Glad you're here. We got a little bit of a different episode today. I'm going to go through some of these picks on my own. I've got the guys' picks. I've got mine. Let's go ahead and get into it. Hey guys, welcome into the show. It's Zach, the Z of ZBR, here on a bit of a solo tip today. The other guys are doing some family stuff. So we're going to run through some of these picks. We're going to go through all my picks. I have the guys' picks right here too. So just going to kind of run through them, maybe talk about a couple of these games a little bit. But um, let's go ahead and get started. Going to flash back to Detroit versus Kansas City. Um, I did have Detroit picked. Uh, Brady and Reed both had uh, Kansas City um, I'd had Detroit since my preseason predictions. Uh, I just felt like Kansas City might show up a little flat-footed week one. Uh, and then Kelsey was out, and uh, Kadarius Tony just uh, didn't look like an NFL wide receiver. So my pick panned out pretty well, although it could have probably gone the other way. Um, so I'll take that 1-0 start for the year. Uh, moving over to some of the noon games on Sunday today. Uh, I'm recording this about 15 minutes before uh, kickoff, so... Going to try to get these all out of here as fast as possible. Carolina I uh, versus Atlanta. I have Carolina. Uh, Brady and Reed both have Atlanta. Um, picking this game, I told myself, you know, I, I'm one per I'm one person making a good case for Atlanta away from picking them. And uh, Reed and Brady actually both made pretty decent cases to me yesterday when uh, we were getting these picks. And I almost I almost did switch over, but uh, just for the sake of keeping it different on the show. Uh, I went ahead and just stuck it out with Carolina, so we'll see how that game goes. It should be pretty interesting. Um, could be a pretty meaningful game there in the uh, NFC South to uh, start the year, uh, week one, so that's cool. Uh, moving forward to Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Uh, I've got Cleveland. I think they show up week one. I think uh, Cincinnati's, uh, I don't know if flat-footed is the right word, but just... Joe hasn't taken any, uh, didn't take any preseason snaps. You know, he's missed missed a lot of practice the last few weeks leading up to the start of the year. Um, Long term, throughout the year, I don't think it really affects him too much. But I think week one in this game uh, might have a little bit of an effect. Maybe just get back into the groove of things. Um, And just I think Cleveland's a pretty, pretty solid team. Brady and Reed both have them being a pretty not good team this year. So that's probably part of why they're on Cincinnati. The other part is that Cincinnati's just probably going to be really fucking good this year. Uh, I think it was maybe all three of us, maybe not all three of us, had them coming out the AFC this year. So definitely some pretty high standards for Cincinnati here. Uh, Moving forward to Jacksonville versus Indiana. The whole ZBR is on Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to say about this one. Indianapolis not looking real good right now. Jacksonville very much on the uptick. Uh, moving forward to Tampa Bay versus Minnesota. Another ZBR. We're all on Minnesota. Uh, I kind of thought about Tampa Bay a little bit here. They've got some playmakers. Um, and I do think Mike Evans is going to go on a fuck you tour and say, you should have paid me, but now it's too late. Somebody else is going to give me, yeah, is going to give me what I want. Um... I think he might ball out this year. So we we will see. We'll see there. But we all have ZBR going to Tennessee versus um, – we all have ZBR. We all have Minnesota. The ZBR is all in Minnesota. Moving on to Tennessee versus New Orleans. I have Tennessee. Uh, Brady and Reed both have New Orleans. I just think at the end of the day, Tennessee's a better coach team. Um, I want to see Derek Carr at least one game in New Orleans before I go betting on him. Uh, 
And other than that, I think they're fairly evenly matched teams. I think Derek Carr is a bit of an advantage at the QB spot potentially for uh, New Orleans over Tannehill, although I'm not as down on Tannehill as I think most people are. Um, but I also think coaching is the advantage for Tennessee. So I'm just going to take the coach here. Um, it's his system. Uh, yeah, so he's got his players in it as opposed to Derek Carr, who's switching systems. And in in his defense, <clears throat> has been through a number of coaches um, and coordinators and has remained consistent in his production. Um, maybe obviously hasn't always been the best quarterback, but he's remained consistent. It hasn't seemed to. Uh, fluctuate his production too much. Who knows what he could have been if he had like one good coach and coordinator his whole career. Uh, but that's another discussion for another day. Moving on to San Francisco versus Pittsburgh. Uh, I almost wanted to pick Pittsburgh. Brady actually did take out, step out on the limb and uh, take the uh, the underdog. Take yeah, take the underdog. Uh, but me and Reed playing it safe with San Francisco. I kind of wanted to take Pittsburgh, but. Uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, until they until they prove that they're arriving, uh, you you can't really bet on them uh, in situations like this. Obviously, I'd I'd bet against them on a team like Arizona, but uh, against San Francisco, San Francisco's just proven too much right now uh, to bet against them yet. Even if you do like the other team, uh, moving forward, Arizona versus Washington. I'm not going to waste a lot of time here. We are all on uh, all on Washington. Um, yeah, I don't think I need to say much about that one. Uh, moving forward to another game, not a lot to say a lot about. Houston at Baltimore. We're all on Baltimore. Uh, the only thing I will say about this game is that I think for a possession or two, Houston might keep it competitive or maybe even have the lead after a couple possessions. Like after the Saints have had two offensive possessions and the Texans have had a couple, I could see maybe some scripted possessions to start the year where Houston's able to move the ball and maybe get like 10 points or something. But I think after that, their offense gets cock-smacked and dicked around by uh, by Baltimore. And I don't think the Baltimore offense really particularly struggles at all. I think their defense might be a stronger suit, kind of what Elise Reed has uh, alluded to in a, our AFC episode. But um, I don't think that holds up for more than a possession or two against Baltimore, especially when your offense probably isn't going to do a good job to keep you off the field and is going to make you work. Um, yeah, I think after the first after the first few possessions, you'll see some some tweets on uh, the Twitter or the X saying like like Houston eyeball emoji eyeball emoji, and then right about that time you see there Baltimore or see that there Baltimore's going to turn it on and just beat the brakes off them. There, this is the largest spread all week minus ten. Um, the only reason I'm not betting it, I guess only reasons, is I, I don't normally do double digits in NFL. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, it's week one. I'm not, I'm not betting a double digit spread in week one, personally. Although, I, I, totally see, I totally see it hitting, and I don't doubt that it does. It's just not something I'm doing week one. Moving forward to uh, Green Bay versus Chicago. Uh Kind of wanted to take Green Bay. Brady's kind of talked me into Green Bay a little bit. Uh, maybe set, convinced me that I'm maybe a little too down on them over over the course of this preseason. But uh, I, I'm not buying it enough. He's he's going Green Bay. Reed and I are both going Chicago. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable picking Chicago against really anybody either. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like Justin Fields might make a few more plays than uh, the Packers can... Can withstand. Uh, 
I'm not counting on DJ Moore and uh, Justin Fields having any kind of connection. But if they can, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And well, not, it wouldn't be because fuck the Bears and I hope they're terrible. But for as a football fan, it would be awesome. It would be great to see uh, and probably a ton of fun to watch. But I'm not counting on it. Uh, if you watch football for any length of time, uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm not a football historian, and even I know that uh, the passing history, passing the football history of Chicago, is not good, and I'm just I'm not buying into it um, until it's proven. Yeah, maybe maybe come week two, three, four, Fields and more, you know, have had like you know three or four straight good weeks, and it's like okay, Fields Fields throwing the ball better, Moore's a nice target for him, they got the chemistry, then I'll buy it. Until then. Until then, I'm moving on to Philly versus New England. Uh, this is my homer pick of the week for sure, for sure. Uh, I won't, I won't be a homer on New England all year. Um, I try to be pretty fair to them, but I'm gonna be a bit of a homer this week, uh, just because it's week one. I'm ready for some football. I want to cheer my boys on, and honestly, I don't hate the pick. Um, Bill Belichick's had all year to prepare, which I hope isn't just the Patriots fan and me. Uh, looking for excuses to uh, for a win, but he's had all year to prepare for for a game. So I uh, I hope that works out. Maybe Philly comes out a little a little sleepy after a post uh, Super Bowl loss hangover. I know uh, Super Bowl losses don't always go the best for the team the following year. Um, yeah, just really really kind of being hopeful here. Uh, it's in New England, uh, as far as I know. I think actually Tom Brady's supposed to be there. I think they're doing some kind of ceremony for him. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think they're retiring his jersey. He might be getting uh, into the Patriots Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, either way, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be there. And I think if New England's going to upset anyone this year, it's going to be it's going to be Philly, and it's going to be early in the year because I think uh, we kind of fall off more towards the later the year as the year goes on. Moving forward to Miami at the Chargers. I'm taking Miami, Brady, and Reed are both on the Chargers. Uh, personally, I'm taking Miami just because uh, I like I like the coach more. I like Mike McDaniels more. Uh, I barely, very barely like the QB more. Um, if you take out health concerns and tell me I get either Herbert or Tua healthy, 100% uh, playing for the next five, six years. I'm going to take Tua just because we've seen him look like truly like a true MVP level quarterback. And now, now was part of that, that he had Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, you know, a tight end like Mike Gesicki, a pass catcher like that. Uh, maybe, maybe a guy I'm missing in that offense to make it a pretty electric offense. Yeah, absolutely. You have two of the fastest guys in the league. That's tough to cover for any defense, and hopefully, any quarterback's going to have some level of success with them. But uh, the kind of success he was having, he 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 was on pace to contend for an MVP, and that that's different. Um, I don't know if I'd have that same faith in Justin Herbert personally. Uh, I, you can't say that they put the same level of weapons around Herbert, but um, they have put weapons there. Um, uh, yeah, he's 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 had his opportunities. The only thing I'll I'll say for Herbert is he has been with the Chargers organization, which is known to just charger it up, uh, and he hasn't had the best head coaching since he's been in the league. Um, but yeah, I'll still I'll still take Tua over Herbert. Uh, moving on from there, 
Uh, Rams versus Seahawks, not a lot to say here. Cooper Cup on IR. Uh, Matt Stafford, who knows what's what's left in the tank there. Uh, just not a lot going for him on offense, not a lot going for him on defense. Seattle uh, kind of added on, added on to what was already a decent offense last year. Um, added a good rookie running back, added a rookie receiver. Um, things are looking nice in Seattle offensively. Their defense, uh, looking at where, let me look at these preseason grades from PFF. I know it doesn't mean the most, but 23rd uh, from PFF to, that that was before preseason started. So I guess that might have fluctuated as preseason went on, but a defense is projected to not be that good. Uh yeah, I, as far as this game goes, I don't think it makes too much of a difference. Uh, I don't think the Rams are going to be that great. Uh, Sean McVay has given Pete Carroll some fits in the past. I think uh, his record against him is like four and two or five and one or something like that. Uh, but I just I, I think Seattle's has too much more talent than uh, the Rams do, and I think they are going to come out swinging because I think they know that they have a good chance to to do something this year. Uh, moving forward to Dallas versus the Giants, the Sunday night game. Uh, I think Reed had this as being game of the week. Uh, they're both on. Um, me, me and Reed are both on Dallas. Uh, personally, I just think a, a Dallas is a bit of a. I don't know if juggernaut's the right word, but I think they'll have a top five defense, and I think they'll have a top five offenses offense too. Um, Dak, you know, is probably gonna throw a pick. But uh, I think he's also probably going to throw for, like, three touchdowns. I think Tony Pollard comes out strong, says, hey, this is my backfield now. Uh, Zeke who? Uh, yeah, you stay up there in New England, old fella. Uh, yeah, and I think I think Tony Pollard does his thing today and kind of steps out and uh, does his thing. Uh, the Giants are kind of a sleeper team for me. Uh, Brady is on the Giants this week, and I, I will admit they are a bit of a sleeper team for me as well this year. But I just I don't see them beating the excuse me the uh Cowboys week one I just don't think it's very likely I definitely think it's possible Danny Dimes could show up the defense could show up and uh they could have a good day um maybe they control the ball with Saquon if they're able to establish the run which I don't foresee against Dallas but maybe they're able to make it happen um and we'll see I think that could definitely be a very fun game Reed thinks it'll be a shootout potentially and very very close um, I think Brady also had it being pretty close, but with the Giants hedging it out instead. Uh, moving on over to my game of the week, the Monday night game, Buffalo versus the Jets. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be electric. Uh, the media's tried to hype up the 9-11 narrative. I don't think that means too much to the players anymore. I think for some of the fans, maybe, uh, it might get them a little more hyped and have some of the fans, um, a little more emotional. But as far as the football game goes, I don't really think it plays too much of a factor in it. Um, Brady's on Buffalo, which I don't hate. Um, uh, he was he was saying he he feels they're the more talented team, more experienced. Uh, I think he liked their coach more, which are all fair takes. Um, Buffalo's a pretty loaded team, good defensively, good receivers. Um, we know what Josh Allen is in his system. Uh, he's a known and. We're not sure what the Jets are. That's an unknown with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So that much is fair. But personally, uh, myself and Reed, too, uh, taking the Jets, um, number one defense last year, no reason to suggest ball off, uh, addressed every all their major needs, which was 
quarterback at skill position. Uh, you bring in one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and uh, Aaron Rodgers to fill your quarterback role. Is he, is he what he was maybe even three years ago? Probably not. But is he better than Mike White or Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would bet a pretty, a pretty lump sum of change that he performs better than Mike White or Zach Wilson did last year and can maybe win them some more games than they did. Uh, offensive line still has a question mark or two. Could be a little better. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we'll be okay. Um, added Dalvin Cook to Brees Hall. I like Dalvin Cook being the number two there um, to Brees Hall, especially once Brees Hall's healthy. Uh, I think that'll be a nice one-two punch. Um, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers brought a couple of his buddies along at receiver. You, you know he brought Randall Cobb. There, there was no way he was going anywhere without Randall Cobb. <laughs> but... Um, you got Garrett Wilson too, who last year um, in a in a not good offense had some pretty solid production uh, and showed a lot of potential. And so now you give him a quarterback uh, that he's apparently looked really well with through the preseason, through camp. Uh, I like that. I like that that offense. And uh, as for my preseason predictions, I'll personally say uh, I know I had Denver being pretty good and uh, bouncing bouncing back this year and. Uh, really taking a step forward under Sean Payton. But um, I just don't think it's happening. Uh, or Not that I don't think it's happening, just not to the extent I thought it did. I had them getting a bye, and I don't think that's, I don't think that's happening anymore, especially to, with the injuries to Judy to start the year. And uh, kind of talking about this now, realizing I didn't go over uh, Las Vegas and Denver here in the afternoon slot. So I'll do that real quickly. Um, Especially because I think I probably have kind of a an upset pick. Yesterday when we were talking about this, I actually swayed Brady over to Vegas myself. Um, reads on Denver. I just I think I think Vegas steps out week one and kind of surprises some people. Um, outside of a team like Cincinnati, uh, maybe maybe Miami. Uh, not maybe Miami, definitely Miami. I think you can compare the Raiders' uh, receiving room with just about any in the league and say that it's as good as as a receiving core as any in the league. I think you, looking at these teams just off the top of my head, scanning through them all, I think you could argue they might have the third best receiving core in the league. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that's the fact, but I think the argument might be there. Uh, you got Adams, you got Jacoby Myers, Adams, going back to Adams though real quickly, just being one of the most talented receivers in the league. Uh, I know he's a year older and this and that, but I still think he's one of the most talented in the league and has a, if if their offense is on, he has a very solid year. Uh, you got Jacoby Myers, your number two, uh, who in New England last year, in what was a god-awful offense, probably the worst offense in the league, and that's coming from a Patriots fan. Uh, he put up some solid production, had like 80 catches. I think it was like 700, maybe 800 receiving yards. Only three touchdowns, which was which was kind of the issue last year. But that was also in an offense that did not score a lot of touchdowns. So you can't just put that on him and in, a, in an offense that was giving the ball to running backs to score touchdowns too. When when the touchdowns were being scored, it was, it was normally running backs. So I really like Jacoby Myers uh, as your number two to Devontae Adams. And then you throw in Hunter Renfro at a number three. Hunter Renfro has been a very under, underrated receiver over the years. Obviously, never the best slot receiver, but just always a very consistent. Uh, just just kind of like a, a nice poor man's version of that consistent slot white guy that every every like good team seems to have. Like, 
every, every like every, like your Wes Wilkers, your Edelmans, your uh, Cole Beasleys of the world, kind of kind of player. Uh, uh, what the, Jordy Nelson? I don't. He's from forty minutes away, and my cousins are related to him. And I couldn't think of his name, but that kind of a receiver. Uh, do I think he's as good as those guys? No, but um, that kind, and I don't think he's a scrub. I think he's a very, a very solid number three receiver there. And uh, I think if Jim, and you got uh, before I get to Jimmy G, you got guys like uh, Josh Jacobs in the backfield, uh, running the ball. Um, you're just pretty set at your skill positions. I think if Jimmy G, if if the coordinators and if the coach can get him in positions to succeed and get the ball five, ten yards to these guys. No one's asking Jimmy G to throw the ball deep. Like, no one that has half a brain for football. Like, I, I am on the casual level of fandom for football, and I understand that you're not asking Jimmy G to throw the ball deep. So I really hope their coaches aren't. And if they don't, which it wouldn't surprise me being the Raiders if they do something stupid and do ask him to throw the ball deep. So that's, that's here nor there, maybe a little bit. I just don't see that happening. And I definitely think that as long as they keep Jimmy G in his skill set, moving the ball 5, 10 yards down the field. We've seen Jimmy G have success doing that in, in San Francisco. If they can maybe not mimic that San Francisco offense, but take some ideas, take some, take some, take some thought from it, and just have him checking the ball down the field, getting the ball to Jacobs, control, control the ball, control the clock, I guess control the ball too with Jacobs. Let these guys make moves after, after the play. Devontae Adams can make can make plays after he gets the ball in his hand. Jacoby Myers, that might not be his greatest skill set, but I think if you're getting the if you're doing that with Adams and you're controlling the ball, you can get some of these short passes with Myers and get to the point to maybe where you're winning the game, and maybe you do have an open 20-yard pass down the field that Jimmy G is actually able to make, and that maybe Myers can add another 10, 15 yards on after. Uh We'll see. I, maybe I'm too high on the Raiders' offense. Uh, there are some, definitely some fair questions. I think their offensive line is projected to be pretty damn bad. Uh, well, oh gosh, maybe I was sleeping on a little bit. Where are they at here? Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. Okay, 19th. Okay, not, not terrible, not great. Uh, I suppose for them, hopeful to be middle of the pack. Um... But also you go you go over to I guess I've talked about Las Vegas here. You go over to Denver, and yeah, you added Sean Payton. And do I think Russell Wilson bounces bounces back this year? Not to old Russ level, but yeah, yeah, I do. I think uh, I think I don't think he's going to be as bad as last year because I I just don't think that can happen again. And honestly, he'll get benched if he's as bad as last year. He won't play the whole year if he's that bad again. Um, and they're going to have a solid defense, but just with the questions with Judy, Tim Patrick's already hurt. Cortland Sutton's like their only healthy receiver. I don't really like either of their running backs. I don't. I mean, they're not – they're just not anything special. They're not like the worst running back group in the league, but Javante Williams and P. Ryan, I just I'm, – I'm not buying that as, as a world-beating team running back room. <laughs> so, and at the end of the day uh, – Denver does have a solid defense. They always do. They draft well there, um, especially at the linebacker position. They draft linebackers like crazy. Um, the way Pittsburgh's kind of a wide receiver factory, I feel like Denver's a bit of a linebacker factory. Um, but at the end of the day, I just think Las Vegas is too much offensively for them to deal with, and I 
don't know that their Denver's offense gets going week one. Um, come week two, this we might have a completely different discussion, but uh, I'm not going to bet on Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, kind of like some of these other teams, until we see it pay off. Um, and even if they are, even if it, they are back and it, I'm right about Las Vegas, and it, there's some points in this game, and it maybe is low key a little bit of a shootout, which I'm not ruling out. If Denver is as good as I thought they would thought they would be, they should blow they should they should blow Las Vegas out. But if they're about as good as I think they will be, I think it has potential to be low key a bit of a shootout, maybe like 31, 34, something like that. Um, and I think a player like Max Crosby for the Raiders on defense kind of is the 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 point on there that uh, I decide to to lean Raiders um just a real playmaker there on defense you know one guy on defense can't fix a whole unit but in a like a 34 31 style game where you know you're already giving up this many points and yards anyways your defense obviously hasn't played that well if you can get a guy like Max Crosby at the end of the game you know it's close like that let's say it's 34 31 and uh, Oakland, Oakland, Las Vegas, I'm sorry, wins. Uh, that's probably going to come off the heels of a good defensive play late in the game to either keep the, take the ball out of, uh, out of uh, Denver's hands or to get the ball back and go put the points on the board and go win and go get the field goal. Um, and I could just very easily see a Max Crosby batted pass, a sack, Maybe someone else comes up with an interception or a forced fumble kind of scenario that uh, either just gives Las Vegas the chance to win the game or to, uh, or to, <clears throat> excuse me, go, go, or hold, hold them off. I'm sorry, I'm kind of spacing out here at the end of this. Uh, or to hold them off and uh, keep them at bay. So yeah, that is a uh, that covers it. All the games for this week. Uh, really excited for some week one football. I'm sorry we didn't get these picks out sooner. Um, as I'm finishing up, it's twelve ten. Uh, some football should actually be underway. Hopefully, gonna go catch a little bit of that. As I'm wrapping this up, quickly, I'll just say we were all on Jacksonville, Washington, Baltimore, um, Seattle. There was one other team. I know it was five. We were all on and Minnesota. Uh, so that is the ZBR parlay for the week. Um, yesterday, that was at about plus 340 odds. A 50 cent bet would win you $1.90. A $5 bet would win you about 39 bucks. So yeah, go make that bet. Bet with me. I know I made the bet. I don't know about the other two guys, but I did. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be it for this week. You can follow the show on YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that at ZBR Sports. Um... You can follow Reed on Twitter at MinSportsFan, M-I-N-N underscore SportsFan. You can follow Brady on Twitter at Brady Feldkamp. You can follow me on Twitter at MajorWayne22. And I think that's it for this week. Let's enjoy some week one football. We made it through the offseason. We're finally here. Let's fucking go. Enjoy, fellas, and we and ladies. We'll be back week two with some reactions and some predictions. See you then.